To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a nature show host. In the native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got GEICO, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But as a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. GEICO will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. GEICO. Great service. Without all the drama. Switch to Spectrum Mobile and get unlimited data for only $29.99 per month each when you get two or more lines. You could save hundreds on your mobile bill. Plus, there are no added taxes, hidden fees, and no contracts. Click to try the Spectrum Mobile Savings Calculator, and in three easy steps, you'll see how much you could save. Visit SpectrumMobile.com save. Offer valid for new customers on two or more unlimited lines. Spectrum Internet required. Restrictions apply. Visit SpectrumMobile.com for details. with me as always donovan james who's looking slick with the stash for those that are only listening on mp3 you're missing out dude you're missing out dude and and you're like uh you're like a good person now i saw you you tweeted me this weekend i was real busy so i was trying to trying to figure it out what what's going on so you you're you're auctioning off an oj jersey yeah so um actually this friday i'm gonna do the giveaway uh you still have until friday to donate it's all going to um, the chronic ki- or the kidney foundation. It was it's National Kidney Month, and I actually have chronic kidney disease. A lot of people don't know that, so I have a very that. low stage of chronic kidney disease. I'm not saying I'm dying <laughs> or anything like that. Um, I, I'm at stage two, at stage five being the worst. So um, yeah, it's manageable. Um, it can actually get go away. There's a lot um, to learn about. I'll actually be talking about that more on my podcast. I'm gonna do. Um, I didn't do one in the last two weeks, but I'm gonna do um the sports dawn and friends again for the march madness episode and a little bit of free agency talk so um yeah i'm just doing it it's funny like oj simpson jersey giveaway is kind of funny just because oj <laughs> like, well i mean he is like, he is a complete badass on the but a lot of people field. love him yeah i mean the jersey is like a jersey i've had for a while one of my favorite jerseys growing up and i just wanted to give it away to someone that wanted to donate to a good cause man really like i i feel like you know there's a lot of bad stuff going on in the world let's do some good i guess type of thing so um yeah that's what i was trying to do in the call but then they raised like almost 200 dollars for their kidney foundation a lot of people been wow. one guy donated the guy that donated the most i didn't even know it's just a random guy we never even followed each other um, dude that's awesome the packers fan though so go pack go for him but uh <laughs> but yeah man uh it's fun it's it's uh you know trying to just do do, do good deed man and also well, I was laughing so much is because uh, I wanted to plug this beautiful water if I can on this show. So just water, just water. Uh, I need to get into the camera. I gotta plug these guys. This is my new plug I'm doing. So I, I'm allowed to plug on this show. <laughs> what, what is it? It's just water. Yeah, man. Um, it's People just, that are listening are not gonna know that it, that is the name of the yeah, company. Not. So it's called. It's literally called Just Water. Um, it's organic. This uh, the one I'm drinking is organic cherry, um, spring infused water. And it's it's a plant. The carton's plant based, so 
It's are they giving of, you? I'm, are, are, are you glad. getting it for free? What's the deal? Yeah, where, man, where I got it, yeah, I got it for free. You, that, oh, yeah. that's your that's your sponsorship. You're you a sponsor a sponsor? Yeah, now. I'm not gonna go into the whole water thing on this podcast because it's not sponsoring this podcast, and that's rude to everybody. That's no, I love thing. it. I love that you got a sponsor now. But I don't. I don't have a sponsor. It's just yeah, man. This is a company that just started, and I mean, yeah, it's just if people were talking about doing good for the world, well. You know, this is out of Glens Falls, New York, actually, but um, I had a buddy of mine that is associated with this company, and, you know, um, it just says, you just did a good thing on there. You guys can't see that, but it says, you just did a good thing. It has, has everything on the bottom, all the informational facts. A lot of people are going to bio, uh, biodegradable stuff now. They're trying to save the environment, save the planet. Um, these are recyclable cartons, reusable cartons. You can just refill it. Um, it's made from paper, so it's cool, man. It's a good water, too. It's definitely, like, organic spring water, so it's not the cheapest water in the world. <laughs> Look at you. Look but, at you. But yeah, man. It's pretty good though. Like it really is. Um, it's different. It's like propel. Kind of tastes like propel, but like lighter, I guess. Well, they need to send me a free shipment. If they want if you want if they want to hear more about just water, listen to Donovan's podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna no, we're gonna send we're gonna get Josh some, man. We're gonna get Josh some. <laughs> But we got a big show today. The Browns free agency has finally kicked off. The Cleveland Browns made some moves. They've signed two guys, and then obviously today is the second, the second, uh, I don't know, the episode two of our of our March Madness draft. We draft all time Browns teams. Last week was offense. Um, we have to do it like a poll version. I put it on Twitter wrong. Most of the comments, though, I will say that I think most of the comments were favoring me, but. Again, we'll put it up in poll version, and we'll figure out how it goes from there. Uh, Donovan's also – we're going to talk about uh, bracket number two for his March Madness of the Cleveland Browns quarterbacks, which also got some pretty negative reviews. <laughs> Those were the first – the first bracket was Otto Graham, Kelly Holcomb, Jeff Garcia, and Deshaun Kaiser, and people were not understanding what was going on. Yeah. So <laughs> I, think I think they'll like this one a little bit better. That was the well. People figured it out. Otto Graham got a shit ton of votes. I mean, he still, you know, what I mean, like he won big time. Yeah. But people were like, "Why is this even a competition?" Like most number one seeds do, people. You know. But I said the same thing <laughs> last week. Remember? Because I said, "Dude, why that Deshaun Kaiser's on this list? Like he played for one year. Like I'm not understanding." But there's just not a whole lot of options there. Yeah. Uh, but let's go ahead and let's dive into the free agency news. So the Browns made the what I think it might be the biggest move of the NFL. They say John Johnson, the safety from the Los Angeles Rams, uh, who is an excellent playmaker, defensive co-captain for the Rams. He was actually the defensive play caller, the guy that uh, that transitioned the plays into the the, the huddle for the Rams. Uh, a good sized individual, six foot two hundred eight. Uh, the, they think they drafted him in the second round, twenty seventeen, out of Boston College, and he has done nothing but but you know exceed expectations uh he's a very talented player he's an elite player i think the browns made a killer move i'm excited um you know full transparency i was not very high on john johnson coming out of boston college um because he was booty versus the run but he's really changed my mind he's really played well he's he's become an all-around awesome great safety this is a absolutely huge addition but donovan what do you think yeah, again, John Johnson uh, was a huge deal. Um, mm-hmm. uh, our dear friend over at Studio Sports, and I, you know her too, Alexis Kraft, she just interviewed John Johnson not too long ago, actually before the signing, over on the uh, downtown Rams. Oh, she interviewed yeah. with him? Yeah, she did interview with him uh, right after the season, uh, right before the Pro Bowl that week. So, yeah, he seems like a really – he's a really funny guy, by the way. <laughs> I just want to say that. I, I just know oh, the yeah. Browns community is so tight, and – 
you know, the Cleveland sports community, they'll like him uh, when they see him in interviews or whatever, press, pressers. But, uh, yeah, it's a good um, signing. He's a leader in the locker room. Um, really athletic guy and really good in the past. And like you said, he's gotten better at uh, run stopping as well. So Yes, that was um, an issue coming out of college, but get, it looks like get, he's fixed that. Getting like a younger veteran – um, cause he's had a lot of playing time, uh, at the yeah. end, you know, uh, for the Rams, that's a, that's a big deal, especially we've talked about it for weeks and weeks now that secondary getting short of. So that was a big deal mm-hmm. for, them, for them. That was one of the bigger signings besides the Patriots taking everybody. But yeah, other than that, <laughs> the Browns, yeah. Yeah. They made another killer move. They signed Tack McKinley, um, who was playing outside linebacker. So he was, he was an edge rusher for the Atlanta Falcons. It was Woo, I'm sorry. He was drafted in 2017 by the Atlanta Falcons in the first round out of UCLA. Um, was pretty much a bust. Uh, then he went to the Raiders uh, on waivers after he got cut this past year. They picked him up in November uh, because I think he failed three physicals, one with the Niners, one with the Bengals. The Browns tried to pick up. This signing was not a surprise because if you followed the Browns, you know the Browns tried to make four waiver claims for Tack McKinley. Um, and they were unsuccessful each time. The Raiders end up with him. The Raiders let let, let him walk in free agency. Um, six foot two, two hundred fifty pounds. You know, like like I said, he fits more of the outside linebacker mold than the defensive end mold. But he's he's going to play opposite uh, Miles Garrett, probably in some kind of rotational role. They signed him to a one year deal. Um, I think it's it's low risk, high reward. I'm very excited about this signing as well. Like I said, I I have. I believe that if you speak to most Falcons fans, we'll bring Eric on here um, in the next couple weeks to talk about Tack McKinley because he's probably well aware of his game. And I'm sure that they would call him a bust. Um, those are the facts. But he's got a lot of upside. If he can you know, get, get his head on straight, come in 100% healthy, he can be a difference maker. There's a reason he was drafted in the first round. He has an extremely high ceiling. You know, you're not going to find a lot of athletes with his high level of burst, his burst. Off the snap is just utterly insane again when he's healthy. So I think it was a great signing. Donovan, what do you think? Yeah, I like this one too. Um, just listen to a lot of like the local uh, Georgia sports talk radio and, and everything when I was uh, living in Georgia for so long. He's definitely a bust, but he has high upside still. I don't think he, for the they, Falcons, he's yeah. a bust for the Falcons. Yeah, I don't. Me- I, I think that there's time for him to resurrect his career. He's only what. Yeah, he's he's pretty young. He's he was a raw talent anyway. I don't think he'll ever live up to where he was drafted necessarily, but I think he'll be a he could be a solid rotational player for you and maybe you know start some games and be a spot starter, which is what he is. Well, that's what you want him to do. He's kind of in the middle. Like he's probably a couple of teams away from not being in the NFL, or just you know maybe he could be that guy as a good rotational guy um, and spot starter. So I think he's it's his mental thing. A lot of Falcons fans seems like he mentally kind of. Not checked out, but all the injuries kind of mess with him so much. Um, he's a tough guy. Like he's he's been through a lot in college. If you listen to a story at UCLA and everything, a lot of people know about that. So he is mentally strong, but I think the injuries kind of just got to him a lot. Um, he had so many injuries to the Falcons, just here and there, just so many arms, legs, knees, shoulders, head, and mm-hmm. he had concussion. I mean, he's had everything. So uh, for him to come back and land in this spot where he doesn't have to have you know a lot of pressure on him. Because um, they had a lot of pressure. You know, Vic, Beasley, didn't look to hype Antac, so that was supposed to be the two studs for them yes. on the edge for the That's next right. 10 years, and neither of them That's on the right. team. So, uh, and Tack was worse than Vic Beasley. Oh, Vic yeah. Beasley kind of fell off the rails after his rookie year, but he had a fantastic rookie season, and he had flashes after that. Tack Mc, McKinley really did nothing in Atlanta. But, again, there's so, he's, he's he's got insane bursts. This is a guy – see, I, I was high on McKinley coming out of UCLA. 
Um, I don't think he maybe that's one of the reasons why he struggled is he is a bit he was a bit of a tweener coming out. He doesn't necessarily have the size to hold up a defensive end, but again, doesn't really have the athleticism to be outside linebacker. Yeah. Um, but the for the he can play uh, in, an interesting chess piece for the Cleveland Browns, and I, I think that that's dynamic. I think it's great. I, I think that uh, an, an exciting creative defensive corner like Joe Woods was really going to be able to use him like a chess piece. And like you said, with less pressure, he's going to start out with limited snaps and, and really be able to take advantage of what's going on. You know, one of the big criticisms of Bud Dupree, who was my favorite free agent committed, was that the Pittsburgh Steelers manufacture a lot of um, blitzes and a lot of uh, pass rushes for it's just basically due to the aggressiveness of their defense. A guy like Tack McKinley in this defense, I, I think that you can see, especially when you get John Johnson out there, Denzel Ward fully healthy, Grant Delpit coming back, covering these guys a little bit better. Um, I think it, there's, this could be really surprising. I really do. Yeah, this could be one of the low-key low surprises of free agency because he's got the talent. He's still young. So I wish that getting a fresh start too, man. You never know. A lot of these yeah. guys get fresh starts and – End up being a lot better than we thought they'd be, you know. What I mean, so um, it's a good, good sign for Cleveland. Yeah. Is there anything else that you took away from the free agency news, or anything else before we move on to the draft? Um, I mean, I know those are the Browns too. I mean, I'm just, it's still, I like what the Jacksonville Jag- Jaguars are kind of building around. What, what they're going to give Trevor Lawrence? They're they're, they're yeah. signing a lot, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're doing good. Uh, obviously, the Patriots, and then just uh, Tyrod Taylor was interesting, just because looks like that's, I mean. Looks like that, that that might be the one, you know. Tyrod Taylor? He just signed to Houston, yeah. So I think What do you uh, mean that might be the one? Not He's be the one, dude. No, he he yeah, but they signed him to a they signed him to a pretty big deal, like to be a backup, like Deshaun Watson's getting traded, dude. Like a lot of people are like, Oh, I don't do know. Do you think Tyrod Taylor's gonna start for the Texans? Yeah, I do. I know the organization likes AJ McCarron, but like he's not gonna start. Like Tyrod Taylor is better than AJ McCarron. AJ McCarron's a back, like backup right now. I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen AJ McCarron play. I can't really remember, but I've seen Tyrod Taylor playing. Yeah, I mean Tyrod's yeah, Tyrod. He's, not. he's he's always he's never bad. He's, he's below just, average. Yeah, I hate. He's I, wor- I, he was. I mean, a lot of people thought he was playing pretty well um, to start. I mean, he just never, you know, that injury hurt him. You know, the dog team doctors messing with him. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's, no. I hate that's, that. He just was never the guy. He's yeah. one of those guys. You know, he's just not the guy. He's a middle of the road average starter. The te- if if yeah. that's the plan for them to roll in with Tyrod Taylor as your starter going into the season, the Texans will draft a quarterback. Oh yeah, for sure they're going to draft a quarterback. But that's what yeah. Tyrod Taylor is always in that spot, isn't he? Though <laughs> Josh mm-hmm. Allen, <laughs> Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. somebody else before he's just not good enough. Well, they drafted just... Baker, right? Didn't Tyrod mm-hmm. Taylor? Yeah. So every and the starters end up really well. So hopefully, yeah, he's Texans... just not good enough. Yeah, he's not good. But the Texans aren't trying to win right now anyway. Obviously, they, they're you know, cleaning house. And I just thought that was an interesting signing because it kind of said to me, like, hey, like, we are definitely going to draft a quarterback. Like, we're not going to try to, like, really even – if they get something back, I think it's going to be a draft pick at this point, not, like, another quarterback. Um, That's interesting that you think that. I do. I mean, I, I just think the Texans are in purgatory at best. Like, they're not going to – there's no way. Oh, they're not team. in purgatory. They're in hell. Well, I said at best, at best, in because you know, no, you're no, you're right. I'm, be, yeah. I'm being a dick, but you're right because hell, hell is the Jaguars, right? Hey, look, we we suck, but the Texans are in that weird mode where there is pieces here and there, and I don't know, you know, they don't, they don't, they kind of have that, like you said, they're 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 picking out here in purgatory a little bit, and 
they got they don't really have a whole lot of draft capital and Deshaun Watson wants yeah. out. So you're you're right. I, I would say that is more purgatory than yeah, you know. yeah. They're about to be in, in hell for a little bit and then kind of work their way back up if they can. That's the up, thing. Up, They're always they always got enough talent to just be stuck there in purgatory. Of course, with that new head coach who I expect to be utter trash. <laughs> We'll see what David Culley. Let's let's go. The whole organization's just let's scour the NFL for a position group that sucks. Hey, the Ravens wide receivers, they're super underwhelming. Got it. Who coaches them? (laughs) It's all about about who you know sometimes, I guess. They they trusted them. That's what they kept saying. Trust, trust, trust. Did you watch the press conference with the uh, GM? He kept talking no, about I did how, not. He kept talking about how much he trusted David Collin. He's like, I just trust him. It's like, dude, I trust Josh too, but like, <laughs> <laughs> not to like babysit my like little sister. I don't oh, have a shit. little sister. I do have a little sister, but I wouldn't trust you to like <laughs> do certain things. You know, I trust him. Do you trust him to win games? Really? Like, come on. No, but I mean, we'll I mean, see. I, mean, I think Houston's going to be really bad next year. Yeah. The Kansas, yeah. the Kansas athletic director trusted Les Miles too. Oh god. So he's- maybe less. Of- <laughs> Maybe Les will get a job on uh, uh, Houston. <laughs> you know, I really liked Les Miles. I liked that hire for the for can for the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, but I think Les Miles just went in and thought that he was just going to win because he was Les Miles. But whatever, that's a story for another day. This is an NFL podcast. Do you want to jump into our defense, our all time defensive draft? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Before we move on, do you want to review our offenses real quick? Yeah, we can do that. I don't have it right in front of me. You have it. I know that. Uh, I, I have I have my team for sure. So to recap, I had oh my gosh. You Was know it? what? I'll pull I'll pull it up on I'll pull, pull it up, up on, on tweet. On Twitter. <laughs> I'll pull it up on Twitter. Let's okay, see awesome. here. Yeah, uh but, go on. I'm no, just trying to fill the dinner. No, I was just gonna say, by the way, people. I know Josh was uh, talking about the quarterback thing earlier. Otto Graham and Kelly Holcomb did advance, as, uh, and they were the number one and two seeds. So, why don't you talk about why? What, what, so, what, what's the who's the next? Who's next up for that? Okay, yeah. Um, so the number one seed in this group, which is Group B, um, is Brian Sight. Oh, as the number one number one seed in this group versus okay. Josh McCown in the first round, and then okay. Frank Ryan. Versus Vinny Testaverde. Oh wow, that is pretty good. Yeah, so looks like I don't know. I think I think Vinny and Brian might win. Who knows? What do you What do you think? It's know. gonna be Brian's site, but it's gonna be way closer than the autogram. They're gonna demolish. these are gonna get closer and closer. That's yeah. The, you know, they're gonna, this one's yeah. a little bit better, I think, because I think those that three, is better. I think so, obviously Sykes gonna win, like you said. He'll get like half of those. But then Frank Ryan, Josh McCown's not gonna. Josh McCown. Oh well, yeah, shot in hell. No, not at all. But but Vinny and Frank will battle it out for the that's second right. spot. That's so. right. I don't think Vinny Testaverde has a shot either. It's gonna be between Frank really? Ryan. And, okay. I don't think so. I know that that was Bill Belichick's dude is Vinny Testaverde, but I don't. I don't think he's got. He's got the cojones. He wasn't with Cleveland long enough to make to really matter. Yeah. So who did he, he replace again? Bernie Kosar. That's right, because we were Bobella talking about last Bern- week. Yeah, yeah. Ben Bernie Kozer got rid of him. Bernie's coming up soon, man. He's in the next group. That's all I got to say. So we'll see. Nice. Yeah. All right, so let's go over these rosters. Last week we drafted offense. I took Paul Warfield. My wide receivers were Paul Warfield and Dub Jones. Donovan had Josh Cribbs and Odell Beckham as his wide receiver. 
My tight ends were Milt Morin and Pete Brewster. Donovan had Ozzie Newsom. My offensive line was Joel Batonio, Joe DeLamalore, Lou Groza, Dick Shafrath, and Art Hunter, compared to Donovan's John Greco, Mike McCormick, Joe Thomas, Doug Deacon, and John Morrow. Um, and I have to say it one more time just because it was so damn funny. You said his name was Doug Dyken, so I do have to. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I messed that up. Um, my running back was Greg Pruitt, which I got some heat for because I passed on my boy Leroy Kelly. Um, but again, and I also got some heat online because I forgot to mention that Greg Pruitt, um, you know, that's why he was the basically the tearaway jersey guy. That's why that rules in place. He would always wear jerseys that were easily tore off so he could run away. Um, to Donovan's Jim Brown and Nick Chubb, so I think he won that one. And then my quarterback, Otto Graham, to Donovan's Baker Mayfield. So that's what we have on offense. Uh, today is defense, so again, just 11 guys. Boom, 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 boom. Um, rock, paper, scissors, let's see who gets first pick. Yeah, we can do that. You won last time, so I got to win this time. Oh, well, right. then I, did I win last time? Well, I just said – I think I was like, you go first just because, like, it was glitchy on my side. I was too slow. Well, then you, you can go first. All right. Well, I forgot I had the first pick. Yeah, you were yeah, you were supposed to let me go first on defense. That, that's there you go. Then you're, then you're first, bro. Because you picked Otto Graham first overall, right? Yes, I did. Yes, I okay. did. And I stand by that. There's a big drop off at quarterback, as you saw, because you took Baker Mayfield. I know that Jim Brown is historically seen as the best Cleveland Brown of all time, but there's a lot of good running backs. Joe Thomas, I think, is second. You Actually, you took Joe Thomas before you took Jim Brown, didn't you? I, oh, yeah. you got to have Joe Thomas. Man. Again, like, yeah. That, that, I get that, too, because there's a bigger drop off from Joe Thomas to the rest of the offensive tackles. I was too. talking to one of my friends about how Joe Thomas was always rated 99 on Madden. Like, was he really? Re, yeah, regardless if he was like – he would drop. Like he would be 35 years old, 37, whatever, at the end of your franchise. He'd still be like 98. <laughs> <laughs> and his injury was just like 100, 99, because he never missed a game. I don't think he missed like a snap really ever. But anyway, um, I'll go with my defensive uh, player first. I know uh, who you're going to take. Well, yeah, I just I said it last week. Miles Garrett. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Miles Garrett is going to go down as the best Browns defense player in, in, a, or in the history of the franchise. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna take my he's a he's a Browns for life player too. So um, that's be, a great pick. He'll be in the that's... Hall of Fame one day. Not yet, but he will be. Oh, uh, he's still got some work to do, but yep. Yeah, I'll take him. And just as far as pure talent, I mean I think he's one of the more talented Browns player of all time. Top five, top ten talent, pure talent. So we'll see. Yeah, career's still panning out. You know, I'm not annoying him yet, but I mean everyone loves Miles Garrett. Like it's Miles Garrett. So yeah, yeah, he Kinda... was definitely he was definitely on my list too. Yeah. He's he's the longest tenured number one overall pick since the Browns drafted him in 2017. Made their All Pro team last year, so I mean, what's not to like, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's my first pick. All right, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Len Ford, defensive end. Uh, he plays with the Browns from 1950 to 1957. A three-time NFL champion, Len Ford was not drafted in the NFL because. That was back before the days the NFL did not draft black guys. So he actually wound up in the AAFC and was drafted by the Los Angeles Dons, which I thought was such a cool name. The Dons. Okay. Oh, yeah, the I've Dons. Heard of, I've heard of that before. Bill told yes. me about that. Yeah, so like the, that. Dons, the Dons folded, and then the AAFC, the rest of the AAFC teams drafted their roster. So that's when Paul Brown added Len Ford to his, I mean, you know, a, a fairly integrated team that included Marion Motley, Bill Willis, and Len Ford was just absolutely 
disgusting off the edge because of his athleticism. His story is actually really cool. There's a lot. He was just like a real battle hard dude. He gained, I think he said that he was like 220 pounds, got up to 260. Then he, when he got in a big fight during a game, to the he got he got in a big fight where he punched some guy. Then he, they saw him punch the guy, so he got the penalty. After the game, they saw how messed up his face was, Len Ford's face was. They got rid of the penalty. They got rid of the fine. And he actually had to give reconstructive surgery. And he worked hard, even though his jaws broke. He had to be on a liquid diet, lost he got down to 215 pounds because he couldn't eat solid foods. And the first he the, he they made a special mask for him so he could play in the AAFC championship game that year. So the dude is just an he's all he's just, he's just a man, dude. Just a, just an yeah, all around man. And he's a Michigan grad too. So you can't, you know, mm. that's there's no bias over here, bro. That's gonna get some backlash for that pick then. Well, right. my team last time was all uh, all buckeyes, it seemed like. Yeah, it was. Um, all right, well. Let's see. All right, Miles Garrett, my first pick. Um, I'm gonna go with Clay Matthews Jr. <gasps> That's a good pick. Yeah, I mean, he should be in the Hall of Fame. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's a, that, yeah, that's. He, I know Jeff wrote an article, I believe, about Clay Matthews being in the Hall of Fame or not. Oh yeah. Being really Jeff and Bill and then some of the older guys that got to watch him in his prime or just they, – they, they, I guess it would be like – I don't, can't compare him to anybody really. I don't know. But like some today guy just not making the Hall of Fame and it's just like, come on, he should be in there. Uh, he was just a really good player. Obviously, you know about his family and everything. Don't have to talk about that with the Matthews name. Uh, all those guys are, are great. Uh, they play great in college and play in the NFL. But, yeah, um, I trying to build my team up. To really, you know, just not miss tackles and, and rush the passer. <laughs> not and yeah. rush the passers. You know, rush the pass. Well, you you have autogram at quarterback, man. So I'm trying to, to compete. And a lot of people don't get that too. Like, like I'm picking a team that can pretty much beat any team, but I'm trying to play against Josh's team, really. Like that's how I picked my team kinda. So oh. I went for a lot of speed and like athleticism because your team is older. <laughs> Clay Matthews is the dude. He was with the Browns from 78 to 93. Oldest player ever. I think he still holds it to recorded a sack in the NFL at the age of 40 when he was the Falcons. So that was a good pick. Yeah. And then now Jake's playing with the Falcons. So Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's right. Been on the Falcons for a long time. All right, my second pick, I'm going to take another defensive end, Bill Glass, who's with the Browns from 1962 to 1968, a four-time All-Pro player, or a four-time Pro Bowl player. He was in the CFL before he finally made his way to the NFL. Remember, this was back in the day when the CFL was paying just as much, if not more, than a lot of these NFL squads. So he came back to the Browns. Um, Actually, he played with the Lions before he played with the Browns. The Browns got him in the same deal that they got Hopalong Cassidy, who obviously won a Heisman Trophy with Ohio State. So, um, again, uh, uh, just a a dominating player who was with the Browns when they went to multiple championships. Okay. I like that pick. Um, I'm going to go with Ohio State Buckeye. You probably know where I'm going with this. Uh, One of the guys that's still on the team. Mr. Denzel Ward Ward at corner. He's just one of my favorite corners uh, to watch, really, like, since he, you know, came out of Ohio. At Ohio State, I loved watching. And then just in the NFL, he's been really consistent to me. He's gotten better. He's lived up to the hype. And I think a lot of people – I thought a lot of people, what I saw on Twitter when he got drafted, didn't think he was going to be, like – that great, honestly. Like I had was... him mocked to the Browns at that spot. Did you really? And I, I got I got so hit like... hard. 
I yeah, hate it on heart. And I know even Ohio State fans people kind of called me like, biased. Yeah, people like he's lived up to the hype and kind of he's, he's better. Than, he's better than I thought he would be. Honest, I I think he's a top five corner right now. I have him like in the top five corners. And he's a bad. He's he, on, he was on my list too. This is not. You're not. Yeah. Last time you were taking Baker. You were take who else? Did you took <laughs> you took John Greco. You took a couple modern guys that probably wouldn't be on a lot of people's list. Yeah. But Denzel Ward, you'd be hard pressed to look at the history of Cleveland Browns cornerbacks and see a guy who's as been as dominant as Ward has. And if you look at his sample size, uh, he was drafted in 2018. He's already made an All Pro. Um, you know, he's just been shut down. So I, I feel like that's a pretty good pick. I'm drafting future Hall of Famers, man. You know, Garrett, Denzel, Clay's are, should be in, but yeah, Clay should be in. Clay, <laughs> Clay should be in. Baker will be one day. <laughs> Nick Chubb, hopefully. Jesus, I don't yeah, know. I you took Nick Chubb too. I forgot you took Chubb. I don't know. Um, if be Hall of Fame. That's a little probably extreme, but <laughs> it's, it's heavy. Yeah. That's heavy. Nick Chubb. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take a cornerback as well. I'm going to take top dog Hanford Dixon, played at the Browns from 1981 oh. <laughs> um, to 1987. I didn't write it down. 1988? I don't know. I didn't write it down. Two-time All-Pro. Uh, was credited for creating the dog pound with Frank Minifield. Um, Hanford Dixon was just an all-out badass. First-round pick out of Southern Miss. Never let up. Uh, that's who my pick is. Okay. I'm actually taking Frank Minifield. <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. Yeah, I mean, you know, they played together. I was going to take uh, Dixon, but you just stole him from me. So my next corner on my board I had earlier. Next player I had on my board, uh, best available, was Frank Minifield. So, so I now I got Denzel Ward and Frank Minifield. That's going to be tough, Mr. Autogram, and whatever receivers you have. That is going to be tough. <laughs> I don't. Who are you going to have to guard the big wide receivers, though? Both those That's guys true. They're small. so small, yeah. Yeah. Frank Minifield, they, uh, that was, that's a good pick, too. Obviously, one half, one of the most dominating cornerback duos in the NFL in NFL history. Uh, Minifield wasn't drafted by the Browns, and a lot of people wonder why. That was because he spent time in the USFL with the Austin Wranglers, and I think he ended up suing the Wranglers before he left to the Cleveland Browns. Um, so the Cleveland Browns actually, that that year or, or that or the early 80s, the Cleveland Browns made a lot of moves uh, picking dudes from the uh, USFL Frank Minifield, Kevin Mack. Um, there's a couple other guys, and then obviously, then the CFL. We talked, you know, we've talked about Tom Cousineau on this podcast before. Um, Felix Wright, you know, so there were there were definitely Marty Schoenheimer and the the boys were making making moves. Marty, who's gonna draft Marty? That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> so is it? So you you? So it's my pick again? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to take Clarence Scott. Clarence Scott played with the Browns from 1971-1983. He only made one Pro Bowl. He was a first-round pick at a Kansas State at cornerback, but he was a consistent force at corner for the Browns. Um, yeah, I'm happy with it. Later on in his career, he got moved to safety and was still very competitive and very, uh, very good. Oh, okay. I'm torn between. Oh, man. Oh, dude, you know what? I'm an idiot. No, I'm changing that. Go back. Go back. Change it. Joe Hayden's still on the board, dude. Ah, I was hoping you wouldn't pick him because I wanted him as my third corner. I really Hell like running, no. I like running nickel defenses. No, Joe, like, Joe Hayden, dude. I'm I'm forgot, I forgot he was on the board. It's like this was like a real <laughs> give it a game. Oh, dude, I, yeah, I, I'm going to take Joe, Joe Hayden. Everybody knows about Joe Hayden. 2010 to 2016 with the Browns, still with the NFL, the Steelers, three-time Pro Bowler. Now, Joe Hayden, a lot of people thought he was going to be a bust because he ran the four fives during the combine. But yeah, that's my boy. Thank oh, God. Thank God I said him before you opened your mouth. Uh, well, I wasn't going to take I wasn't going to take him right there anyway. I was going to wait because I was like, Josh is going to Oh, okay, him. good. 
I didn't think you were gonna take him um, right there. I, th- I thought you'd wait. Um, but yeah, I mean that was I thought about it, but I got another pick. Give me one second. I have this in like a uh, notepad thing on my laptop, but it won't pull up. I have it written down too. I just don't feel like fumbling. <laughs> um, Amazing. No, no, it's fine. I know. Oh, what do we have here? It's technical difficulties. Um, Bob Golick. Oh, that's a good pick, dude. Yeah. Bob Golick, D lineman. I want Bob Golick here. So, so um, Golick was with the Browns from 82 to 88. Most people know him as the brother of Mike Golick and yeah. the uncle to Mike Golick Jr., which is unfortunate because Bob Golick was a freak in his own right. Was actually drafted by the New England Patriots to play middle linebacker, which is where he primarily played in college in Notre Dame. Um, yep. Was not very good. Traded to the Browns. They moved to the nose guard and. He turned into the dominant force that Cleveland Browns know him as today. And was the star on Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I was going to say that. That was my favorite fun fact about him. Because <laughs> yeah. I love Saved by the Bell. Huge Zach Morris guy. He well, was, he wasn't on the good one, though, right? He was on, like, the, the, the college years or whatever, right? College years, yeah. Um, but my first crush ever was Kelly Kapowski. Bob Golick? <laughs> Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> her oh, her yeah, and dude. Lisa Turtle. My first crush was Betty Rubble. Who? Betty Rubble, dude. Who's that? That's Barney Rubble's wife from the Flintstones. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) I was just talking to someone about the Flintstones today because they were saying this is such a random thing, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Um, They were saying who's the hottest uh, animated character. Oh, Jessica Rabbit. Okay. Well, somebody said Jessica Rabbit. Somebody said Lola Bunny. Someone said. Lola Bunny. She's a bunny, dude. I mean, yeah. she's a rabbit. That's true. That's sick. <laughs> Is it though? Oh my god! Yeah, totally sick. Uh, well, you pick, who'd you pick? The Betty Rubble. Girl? She's prehistoric. She's still a woman. And Jessica Rabbit was married to a rabbit. She wasn't a rabbit herself. Oh wow! You're right. You're yeah, dude. Wrong. That's oh, right. I I think I know my. Uh, yeah, you know your animated. My sexy cartoon. What about uh? <laughs> Man, I should do like a top five for this on my show. You know, on the Don Dan Sports Show. Well, oh, you've, only you've only named three. You've only named three. Can I'm you plug- name another? No, I don't want to name anymore because I want to save this, steal it for my own show, which I'm plugging right now. Oh, okay, um, all right. Also, I can't remember my password to. <laughs> my Dude, are Wi-Fi. you kidding me? No, to my Wi-Fi, so I can't pull up my notes that I have on all my. Oh, so you're plays. just gonna be winging it? Well, I have them written down, but I don't have like, the notes by them. I just have their names. So you're going to have to help me out right now. Um, unless I text my girlfriend. I can try. She, I'm going to text my girlfriend and ask her what the password is. Oh, wait. I know. So is I, it is it my know. turn then? Because you just it, took Golik? Yeah, yeah. It's your turn. Sorry. I went on the tangent there. Sorry. All right. Okay. So I'm going to take – I'm going to go I'm gonna go defensive line as well in that same area. I'm going to go with the only Browns player ever to have a McDonald's cheeseburger named after him. Michael Dean Perry, who was the defense tackle from 1988 to 1994. People might recognize his name because he is the brother of William Perry and, again, had a McDonald's sandwich named after him. So that's oh, yeah. that That alone should put him cool. at the highest. That's oh, hell yeah, cool. dude. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. Well, I'm going to go with Pepper Johnson. Whoa. Former yeah. Buckeye. Yeah. I know one of your favorite players. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. dude, he's he's all. He, yeah. But he he was better with the Giants, though. It's weird that you pick him for the Browns because that was kind of towards the end of his career when he was all done. 
right? He was only with the Browns for what about three years before Four? he moved on. Okay, three, three. That's it. Was it? I don't know. You'd have to double you, you, check. You, I trust you more. With I don't know. I don't. I'm just. I'm winging it because I, I. I believe it was the Browns for just just the blink of an eye before he moved on. Basically, that was like the end of his career, and then he played with the Jets for another blink. And Wait, then he was actually, a coach for the Patriots. I'm changing my pick. I'm changing my pick. Because you just did, so I'm doing it too. I didn't. Yeah, do you it. can change your pick. But I, the Pepper I, Johnson I, thing, the coolest thing about Pepper like Johnson Pepper, is though. Pepper Johnson got into coaching. He was actually most recently the defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Wildcats of the XFL and was fired like two games in as a defensive yeah. coordinator. Well, they do yeah. him like that, man. I, yeah. I do Pepper like Pepper Johnson that. was actually drafted higher than Chris Spielman when they came out uh, of Ohio State. Most people talk about really? Chris Spielman. I didn't yep. know that. I yeah, thought Chris yeah. Spielman was like the better player in college. He was the had the more had more accolades. But, Accul- I mean, oh, okay. Maybe I maybe I'm wrong. That that'd be something for someone to Google as well. But I'm pretty sure Pepper Johnson was drafted before Chris Spielman. Pepper Johnson I'm, I'm, probably would have had a little bit had a, had a bigger star on if it wasn't for Lawrence Taylor. Uh, was Harry Carson? There was, a, yeah, that that Giants defense is pretty badass. Yeah, true. Um, all right, I'm sorry, Pepper, you got fired this year, and um, sorry, I don't know why I'm wearing my hat like I'm like biggest. Dude, I got, I forgot I have my phone right here. So um, while you're saying your pick, I'm gonna Google Pepper Johnson to see what years he played for the Browns. I always forget I have my phone here. I got, well, I got it up now. 93 to 95. You're right, three years. Yeah, and they were late. He was drafted, and I guess that's not too late in his career because he was drafted no in what? Eight, he was drafted in '86, so th- that, those are still prime years. But yeah, and I forgot he played with the Lions for a second too. Um, I just noted. I just read that he got his name for putting black pepper on his cornflakes. That's wild. That's how oh, he dude, he did. You're right too. He did make a Pro Bowl with the Browns. He was good with the Browns. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry, dude. Um. Yeah, I'm still gonna not pick him though. Sadly, um, <laughs> who are you taking? <laughs> take TJ Ward, yeah. dude. That's a good pick. Yeah, because I want to. I don't know. I'm going all in my secondary right now. I just want to make sure you can't throw the ball on me at all. I don't have to rush the passer because I got Denzel Ward, Frank Mitchell, and TJ Ward. I, my short, they're short now. We don't have many tall guys. We don't have much height. Everybody's under six foot. But <laughs> I'm gonna pick TJ Ward. I'm going to take another American hero from the 50s. Bob Gain played for the Cleveland Browns in 52, 1954 to 1964. The reason he did not play in 1953 is because he was in the Korean War. That's right. In the middle of his NFL career, he decided he he went to war, dude. That's how big of a badass he was. Three-time NFL champ. uh, Another guy who played in the CFL before arriving to Cleveland. So Bob Gain. Okay. And obviously my pick is Pepper Johnson. I, I wanted to. I thought is, you it, is it really? Yeah, I, I'm just. <laughs> yes. I'm just gonna pick Pepper Johnson. You already just talked about him, so you don't really have to. But Pepper Johnson, well, the pride of uh, McKenzie High School, Detroit, Michigan. Is that right? Yeah, that's pretty badass. Detroit. Um, so I'll go with outside linebacker too. I'll take Chip Banks, who you probably recognize, uh, big star outside linebacker from USC, first round draft yeah. pick. I uh, was the Cleveland Browns from 1982 to 1986, four time Pro Bowler. He actually was uh, most recently, and this is sad, was the victim of a shooting in Atlanta last year. He lived. I think he's doing okay now, but that that was he, that's the, probably the most recent thing he was in the news for. That's sad. Is he all right? Yeah, he was in. I think he was in the hospital for a bit. Okay, so he's good. Okay, yeah, I didn't even hear about that. Wow, I'm it just. Was, I'm it happened. La- I think it happened last year. I'm just reading that 
Gilbert Brown, Kevin Brooks, Pepper Johnson, and Jerome Bettis all went to the same high school. Not at the same time. No, not at the same time. But like, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> so, what, some of those no, guys no, 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 apart. No, because Jerome Bettis is like in his like forties still, like late forties. Yeah, Jerome Bettis got drafted ninety three. That's crazy that they all went to the same high school in Detroit. That is wild. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, those are all really good players. And Nick Perry too, new school kind of guy. Um, but yeah, um, okay, that's a good pick. I'm gonna go with ooh man, some good players on the board. The, the Browns have a lot better defensive players than I thought. Really, yes, they like, Looking. At what they have, let me see. I've got because yeah, offense was like easier because there was just like a really big gap between like it was good and bad to me. Man, I feel like the defensive guys are more new school and the old school guys. Like I, I grew up knowing about Len Ford. Like the old school guys, I was saying in the offensive episode, and obviously this is not a secret, right? And everybody, no one thinks I'm that you and I are over here watching film on Art Hunter. And if you are, God bless you. Uh, but Len <laughs> Ford, that's someone when you if you grow up. A Browns fan, that's a name that you recognize, right? Even though he, I've never seen him play a snap live, that's someone you see highlights of that you learned about the history, right, with him and Bill Willis and Marion Motley and the, those Paul Brown teams that went to like seven straight championships. Um, you know, so these, even those old guys, you recognize your name. Michael Dean Perry is not someone that's super old. Uh, Chip Banks, Clay Matthews. I mean, obviously you just named TJ Ward. We talked about Joe Hayden, um, Hanford Dixon. These are all guys that played in the 80s and 90s, so it's much more recent. There's a lot of recent history when it comes to the Browns dominating on defense. Very true. Um, I do. I still really like my team a lot right now because this is actually one of my dad's favorite players. Dad, hope he listens to the podcast because you don't listen that much. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's going to be so mad. I just said that. Um, no, nah, he listens. Shout out to my dad. This is one of his favorite players, though. Um, coming out of UCLA, E-Rock, Eric Turner. Shut up, dude. Yeah, man. RIP, by the way. Because, you know, obviously, sadly, passed away really young. I think really young. Like early 30s when he had cancer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really know how old he was. He was pretty young. but um, Dude, he was like 31. 31. Yeah, says 31. Yeah. So I got my big safety, strong safety now. But um, highest yeah, I mean, paid rookie in NFL, he was the highest paid rookie in NFL history with the Browns draft in the first round. Really, I did not know. At that. the time, at the time, at the time, I think it was yeah. like four million or five million a year, which is huge money in 1991. Oh, that yeah. was back in the day before the rookie cap. Dude, he's one of the best safeties ever. Like, yeah, he's yeah, he's. I mean, he grabbed a second overall. Well, even the, even like, in the pros, uh, he went to the Pro Bowl twice. Yeah. So and he let the interception. Or in the phone interceptions yeah. too as a safety, which is pretty tough. Not many safeties have done that, I'm sure. So, um, yeah, I got TJ Ward and you know Eric Turner back there, um, and Denzel Ward. Like I said, Denzel Ward and Frank Minifield. So I'm pretty happy about it. That's a, that's a really good pick. That, that's a really good pick. Yeah, you've been you've been a lot stronger with this one. I feel like. Um, who? Let's see what else do I got going on. So I just took Chip Banks. I guess I'll go ahead and take Jim Houston. Another uh, he, this ah. this will be my this will be my first Buckeye off the board. That's a good uh, one. Jim Houston typically he played defensive end mostly for Paul Brown and the Browns, but he I am going to play him an outside linebacker in this situation because he did play linebacker in college and he did play linebacker for a period with the Browns before moving to defensive end full time. Um, Played for the Browns from 1960 to 1972. A nice long career. Was obviously an NFL champion. The only I don't, I don't know if he's he's the only. I I think he's one of only just a few, if not the only, triple crown winners in Ohio. He won a high school championship, a college national championship, and a Super Bowl. I did not know that. Yes, he might have won a high school championship. Huh? 
He said he won a high school championship. One high, he went. To, I think he went to Massillon High School. I, okay. Again, I have to double check. I thought I wrote it down, but I did not. Um, so he won a high school state championship. He won a national championship at Ohio State, and then he won a AF, AFC championship or whatever NFL championship, whatever it was when he played. Uh, it was NFL NFL championship with the Cleveland Browns. So, and, and I think I thought he was the only. Tri- I thought he was the only one that's ever done it, but I could probably Google it during your next pick. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um. Uh- Ah, this this is a pick you're gonna probably make fun of. Honestly. <laughs> kind of like the Greco pick. Um, I'm just being a very this is just one of my favorite Browns players of all time. I don't care if he's not one of the best. I'm just picking Love him. Love it. Um Joe Sherbert. Shut up, dude. You're taking Joe Sherbert. Joe Sherbert, dude. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I love Joe Sherbert. They should have kept him, dude. Then you guys wouldn't have linebacker problems. Joe Sherbert? <laughs> Joe Schobert made a Pro Bowl in 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, he did. Better, so Gre- better than Greg <laughs> didn't make any Pro Bowls at all. Um, and people were, my friends were like, dude, why the hell did you pick Joe, John Greco? I was like, because I like John Greco. He's Mr. Ohio, man. He's all state Ohio, played college action in Ohio, played for the Browns. Schobert's a little different, obviously, played for Wisconsin. But yeah, I'm going to pick Joe Schobert. Cause you do you, man. I like you do it. You. I got Clay Matthews and Joe Sherbert at linebacker. I like it. Instincts, man. All right. Well, I'm going to recall back to our USFL conversation, right? We talked about how in the early 80s, the Browns picked off a lot of people from, from the USFL. You drafted Frank Minifield. We talked about Kevin Mack. Um, we talked about – and there was a couple other guys that we mentioned. Um I'm going to go ahead and take another USFL guy, Mike Johnson, to be my inside linebacker. Played with the Browns from 1986 to 1983. The Browns drafted him in the first round of the USFL territorial draft after the USFL folded. So that's how the Browns end up with him. Now, remember, the USFL was full of talent, dude. Jim Kelly, Reggie White, uh, Steve Young, uh, you know, uh, Marcus Dupree, Herschel Walker, and he was drafted in the first round. Like, uh, that's, that's, Pretty impressive. Uh, went on to go to two was in two Pro Bowls with the, during his Browns career. Um, so yeah, I stand by that. That that's how you pick a linebacker, dude. I'm just saying, man. Clay Matthews and Joe Sherbert is tough. Still, oh, okay. I'm getting prime Joe Sherbert, man. 2017 Joe Sherbert. I mean, well, hey. you, you picked the two bet. You picked two of the better safeties. So my safety, I'm I'm pretty stuck. So true, true. Sherbert, Sherbert's underrated. Because that's it. We got we got we got two rounds left. Okay. Um hmm. yeah. I'm trying to see how I want to build my defense, like what form, like formation. Cause right now I got my second. I, I mean, I, I guess I went with the standard four three. So to recap, my defensive ends are Len Ford, Bill Glass. My defensive tackles are Michael Dean Perry, Bob Gain. My linebackers are Mike Johnson, Chip Banks, and Jim Houston. And my cornerbacks are Hanford Dixon and Joe Hayden with no safeties off the board. Did you want to recap your team before making these last two picks? Actually, no. Is it? Yeah, you got two picks left, right? Yeah, um, my safe. I'll start with the safeties. Um, TJ Ward and Eric Turner. Um, my corners are Denzel Ward and Frank Mansfield. And then my linebackers are Pepper Johnson, Clay Matthews, and Joe Sherbert. See, you're talking about linebackers. I got some linebackers, man. Bro. <laughs> and then my D-line right now is only Miles Garrett and Bob Golick. But I'm obviously still building up for that. Maybe. I might run a – I might pick another corner. I don't know. Yeah, it's a passing league, you know. We'll see. Um <laughs> Let's see who I got. Yeah, I, I'm saying my linebackers aren't bad. Man. It could be worse. 
So you I just, still need you still need you. So you're you're drafting two off two defensive linemen then. I think I'm gonna go with just one more defensive lineman, another edge. I'm gonna go three, three. Four. So you're gonna run a three, three. You're gonna run a three, a three, three, five, three. Th- yeah, I'm thinking about West Virginia or West Virginia defense. Um, actually, right now I'm not even gonna pick um a lineman. I'm gonna wait because I I don't want you to pick this guy at all because he's it's a one it's somebody you would pick. He's an older player. Um, Tom Darden. Wow. No, I don't have him. I mean, I, I can only draft safeties at this point. So, or defense I'm, backs, I should say. Tom, I'm picking Tom Darden. He's going to be my kind of like spur player, I guess, because he's a safety too. <laughs> already have TJ Ward and Eric Turner. I can move Eric Turner up to the box, though, if I wanted to or whatever, um, and just have him rush the passer if I wanted Another. To. It's another Michigan guy. It's funny. Yeah, another Michigan guy. I feel like we've drafted played, more Michigan guys than Ohio State guys. We have. He played for the Browns all nine of his years. He made the Pro Bowl three times, or all pro three times in the Pro Bowl. He's all American. Um, at least interceptions and for Cleveland. Cleveland didn't Browns even cro- didn't even cross my mind. He wasn't even on my list, which I feel ashamed about. Because that really? is a name that is a name that you know I like. It, like you know, if you grew up collecting cards and all that stuff. You know those '70s cards were on every shelf, so that's a little embarrassing. I just remember he's, he's in the video for the Woody when Woody Hayes like stormed out the field or whatever. Is he? Yeah, he's in the. He was the one that got the Damn. interception for that game. Was he? Yeah, he's on the All Michigan team too. Um, Is he really? Yeah, he wow. was ranked at the time. This was a few years ago. He was ranked the 47th best Brown of all time. Wow. Uh, well, he was an All American too. That's crazy. And, that's a good and, pick. Yeah, this and this is a while ago, you know what I mean? But uh seventies. Yeah. He's from Sandusky, Ohio. Don't know where that is, but he's from Ohio. So it's up near um, Cleveland. Is it? Sandusky okay. Sandusky's where Sierra Point is, dude. Where where? Sierra Point. Oh yeah, really? The, oh, the roller, the roller coaster, coaster capital. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew exactly what I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Okay, I want to go there. I've always wanted to go there. The place is pretty cool. I'm good. I'm not a roller coaster guy anymore. I have anxiety really bad. <sighs> <laughs> but, I took I took Justine there for her birthday a couple years ago. How she like And uh, well, we she made me get the fast pass for her. Well, the fast pass is as much as the ticket, dude. But the fast pass works. We rode three roller coasters in the first fifteen minutes of being at the park, and I felt sick. I threw up probably five times. Oh, I didn't eat the rest of the day, dude. You need you need to wait in line. Like I'm I'm like a roller coaster. I used to be. I'll never do it again. That traumatized me. I used to be a roller coaster person. Like we I, I was just talking to my dad about this. We went down for the summer that Son of Beast opened up. Like we used to me and my dudes used to do that stuff. But we never had fast passes. This is the first time having fast passes. And dude, you can I'm telling you, we ran we rode three roller coasters in 15 minutes. And one was uh That's crazy. Oh, dude, it was too much. My body couldn't handle it. And I just kept going for we probably rode, I don't know, 20. We probably rode 20 different. I mean, obviously, it's not twenty roller coasters; it was like ten. But we re- we rode like every roller coaster twice in like the first five hours. I was like, "Dude, I'm gonna die." Dang, man! Well, yeah. I want to go. I want to do that. Too much. I guess when I go, but yeah, uh, too much. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, kind yeah. of expensive. Kind of expensive, but it's cool. Yeah, worth it. Well, yeah, I can't remember. They got the, one they got time. The, yeah, one time thing. They got yeah. the supposedly the number one roller coaster in the world. Can't remember what it's called though. That's so random that Ohio is the place for roller coasters. Like, how did that roller coaster before? capital of the world, dude? Kings Island's down in Cincy too. Did the guy that invented roller coasters from Ohio or something? Like, how that's that a good question. I don't yeah. know. I don't like, know what the deals with that. That's why we need a guy like um, Billy Football. If you listen to Barstool, he just looks up stuff. Or like Joe Rogan's guy. 
Oh yeah, uh, Jamie, young Jamie. Jamie. Jamie, look it up, like. Dude, I we do need that. Not really. We don't actually need it, but. <laughs> Not yet. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we do enough Googling on the show, but of course, but, uh, there is a lot of dead silence when we start to Google stuff. Yeah, but I think it's funny. It's kind of a funny part of the show. Wait, ro- roller coasters were invented in Russia, so I, mean, I guess not. You just Google that? Yeah. I had to. That's awesome. Well, see, you learn something every day. Um, all right, I'm going to take safety. Check this out. I'm going to take Dub Jones for my safety. Dub Jones actually only played one season at safety before moving to wide receiver. He was on my wide receiver team. Don't don't shake your head. <laughs> Dude, you took all the best safeties, bro. Uh, but he played from 1948 to 1955. We talked about how he uh, how he basically invented the wide receiver position in the NFL. But he did play safety for the Brooklyn Dodgers, uh, the AAFL or the AFC or whatever it was called back in the day. He did ha- does have one season under his belt as a safety for the Browns. Okay. Okay. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, Dude, yeah, safety's kinda, running thin, bro. Kinda, safety's kinda, running thin. You got this man playing, like, freaking uh, Jabril Peppers in college or something. Or like <laughs> That's right. <laughs> playing both ways. Um, Charles Woodson, whatever. I'm naming all Michigan players. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> Uh man, I really I need an edge rusher. Like, I have to pick an edge rusher. I can't have two like defensive tackles. My, poor Miles Garrett is gonna be skidding double team. Um, but the guy I want is a linebacker. Though, so, um, let's see. Let me see what I got. Let me see what I got. Hold on. We're getting thin. We are getting thin. I'll tell you that right now. We are getting. Thin. This is the last pick, though, right? Am I wrong? For you, yeah. For you. For me, okay. Um, give me a second, because who'd you take? Who'd you take with your last pick? Tom um, Darden. Tom Darden, another safety. Yeah, so you you only have two defensive linemen. I know that's why I need to pick. Yeah, but I don't want to pick a defensive tackle or a linebacker. I want to pick an actual edge rusher, but it's kind of hard because I don't really know who to pick. There's not. There's not a next I, I literally I, I literally have no tips or tricks. Last time my board was full of guys that you didn't mention. Not today, dude. Really? Yeah, I got I only got a few guys that left. Okay. Well let me go to my big big board. And basically what that means is just I'm gonna like look up some <laughs> um <'cause I> <laughs> well, the big big board Google. Well, I had a big Bored, but like literally none of the guys are edges on the team. Like I never thought I would not have this many edges. I don't know why I thought I'd get away with not having any edge rushers. Maybe you took one of them. I'm not sure, but um, okay. I'm gonna hurry up because I know this is not just something we can just pause about. Um, can I just move people's position if I don't find someone like? I mean, I feel like you can if you get if you get someone that's like simple. Not not moving someone. Yeah, if you get a defensive lineman, you can. You know what I mean? Yeah, you picked Michael Dean Perry. That's who it was. That I was. That's the only edges I had. Miles Garrett and Michael Dean. Perry. Michael Dean. Michael Dean Perry is a big boy. He played on the interior for sure. I thought he was an edge guy. No, he played a little bit. No, nah, I mean, I guess you could. He played edge in at, in college, but as his career grew, he grew. And that wasn't really a thing. And then you picked Jim Houston too, though, right? Mm-hmm. See, man. Uh, here, I'll just pick this guy because he's the next guy. Bill Glass. Bill Bro, Glass. I took him. Oh my God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! How your dang, your team's better than I thought it was, dude. I, I know. Was, I'm gonna pick freaking somebody on the team right now. 
Well, the edge rushers aren't great. Tack McKinley. Tack McKinley. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just gonna pick Larry Ogunjobi. Whatever. Um, wow, dude, he, you lost. <laughs> yeah, Michael Michael Dean Perry was 6'1", 285. Not exactly a, a deep back back then too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. No, Larry Ogunjobi is good though. I mean, <laughs> he's young. He's three hundred pounds, six three. Only 26 years old, you know, he plays even tackle technically. But we're about to, you know, um, what, so we're gonna, what we're gonna do a, a couple gonna... defensive linemen I have on my list that, that you could you could have gone with Mike McCormick because technically he did play. I know you had him on your offensive side, yeah. but he did play defensive line. He actually was a huge reason why the, the Browns won the championship against the Lions. Um, what was it, 1954? Because he stripped. Uh, he shook Bobby Lane. So he did play defensive tackle for the Browns um, during that season. Uh, Jerry Shirk is another guy that's pretty recent, played with the Browns from 1970 to 1981, went to four Pro Bowls. Um, he actually, yeah, that was a, but again, these guys aren't edge rushers. They're just de- they're de- typically defensive tackles. Jameer Miller was a guy oh, who played I mean. outside linebacker for the Browns. I guess you could have got him. That was a guy who was taken in the expansion draft. He was He's actually the only Brown from the 1999 team, the expansion team that went to the Pro Bowl, um, and Keeley's right. injury made it. So you could have gone with those guys. I don't know if they count though. No, I mean they don't really. I mean they don't really count. But no, I'm actually I'm fine with that. I like Leo Benjo. He's athletic, man. I got some athleticism. I just wanted athletes. You know what I'm saying? Um, up front, <laughs> Bob. That's Golick. fair. I mean, like I have two D tackles technically with Golik and Larry, but that's fine. I'll move. Uh, I'll move. I'll move Pepper up, and I'll move Eric Turner in the box a little bit to get some edge rush because he's big. He's like six one two two ten. Well, Clay Matthews is a big was a big edge rusher. Yeah, so I mean, I got some guys. Yeah, the edge. Yeah, I got some guys that can. So my last pick, I'm I'm gonna go back to the well and Clarence Scott. I know this is a guy I watched on earlier, but I'm gonna go with Clarence Scott again. First round pick out of Kansas State was with the Browns from 1971 to 1983. Uh, One time Pro Bowler. He started out his career as corner. As he got older, he moved into safety. That's where he's gonna be playing for me. Um, so yeah, I feel pretty comfortable with that pick. Ryan Ring has a couple has a couple questions for us. We'll hit later. I think one of them was just, just being a dick because he said, "Did Bob Dole play football?" And there's a <laughs> Bob Dole. Yes, because all the names that we're saying sound like Bob Dole. He's just being an ass. Oh, um, well, I mean, it's because you so, the old guy. So. I know. So to recap. My team goes as follows. Defensive end, Len Ford. Defensive end, Bill Glass. Defensive tackle, Michael Dean Perry. Defensive tackle, Bob Gain. Middle linebacker, Mike Johnson. Outside linebacker, Chip Banks. Outside linebacker, Jim Houston. Safety, Dub Jones. Safety, Clarence Scott. Cornerback, Hanford Dixon. Cornerback, Joe Hayden. Donovan, give us a recap of your team. All right, so um, safeties. My secondary. Let me just read off like this. TJ Ward, Eric Turner. Then I have Tom Darty, phenomenal, Denzel Ward, and Frank Minifield. I have Pepper Johnson, Clay Matthews Jr., and Joe Sherbert. <laughs> uh, then rough, Bob Golick, Leo Benjobi, and Miles Garrett as my front three. Damn, dude, that defensive backfield is so damn good. And then he had to well, throw in a couple I, losers and Sherbert. And I mean, I got. A D line that can still kind of stop the run though with Golick and Ogunjobi, dude. And then I got Miles Garrett, uh, who's 
just as Garrett's a badass. That's that's a recent player that you t- he is he is a badass. I'm not gonna my, make fun of you for that. Denzel Ward's a badass too. I don't care what anybody says. Schober's Denzel Ward's Schober's my weak on that list. If you want to mess around with him and get him in, you know, some some bad yeah. coverages and stuff like Logan that. Joby's probably a weaker link. Really? I mean, Schobert does do his job. He's just not an all-time great. That's why I like. That's why I like. It's just like yeah, Schobert. Schobert's like, not. Schobert's not bad. It's like when you talk to Ohio State fans and they talk about. It's like Greco, man. He's not bad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like when you, when the when when Buckeye fans talk about Joe Germain as quarterback, Joe he, was, he was yeah he wasn't he wasn't bad. But if you talk to people that weren't Browns Buckeye fans, you're gonna be like Joe Germain, bro. Craig Craig Krenzel. Yeah, exactly. Buckeye, he was okay. Who's, who's better, Craig Krenzel or Joe Germain? Joe Germain. Really? Well, no. I'll go Craig Krenzel. Joe Germain had a hard time beating out Stanley Jackson. I'll go Craig Krenzel. Okay. Of course, only one of those guys is an arena football championship ring. So, like, it's not Craig Krenzel. <laughs> no, it's Joe Germain. Um, so, we got a question from Ryan Ring. Takaris McKinley over Adrian Claiborne? Yes. Hell yes. All day long. Adrian uh-huh. Claiborne. Adrian Claiborne was good. I was upset that they let him go, especially for his low price tag. Um, and he was pretty efficient against the Browns, but he's 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 older. He's not a pa- he's not really a pure pass rusher. I think the one year he did have really decent stat numbers. He had six in one game against the Cowboys against the reserve offensive tackle. So it's kind of a misleading little stat there. Tack McKinley's got a high ceiling, and he's younger. He's only twenty five. Diamond, what do you think about that question? Uh, I mean, Adrian Claiborne's clearly better than Tad McKenzie. But you think Adrian Claiborne's better than Tad McKinley? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, it's a big like. I mean, Clay, really? Claiborne, Claiborne even put up some good numbers in the playoffs, man. Like in those two games, he played really well. I didn't um, say he didn't play. I didn't say he. Okay, if you had to pick one of the two for this upcoming season, who you taking? Oh, I'm taking Claiborne for sure. Like really easily, yeah. Because they're paying yeah. McKinley more money than they were Claiborne. They let Claiborne walk. I think they're going off of like what McKinley maybe can. I don't know. I like I like Claiborne. He's consistent. He doesn't miss many games. They shouldn't have let Claiborne. Walk. I agree with you that they should not have let Claiborne walk. Claiborne was cheap and he was very he was very solid. Tough, man. Yeah, solid. But I do think McKinley has an insanely high ceiling. So I, therefore, yeah, I does. see him as the better player. If that makes sense, no, I make I get that. Um, but I see your point. Claiborne's yeah. not bad. You the, the the it depends what you're looking for. Yeah, um, tax ta- ta- young. Man. He's up. Like I said, a lot of upside. You're right. Yeah, a lot of upside if he can get healthy. Uh, they gave wide receiver Kadero Hodge the back running with chicken strip. Yeah, they signed. I was surprised that they signed Kadero Hodge back. A lot of people were psyched about that. I don't think it was very much money, so I don't have an issue with it. Um, I don't think he's an integral part of this team. I don't think he's going to be a dude. I think that he's going to really fight for a roster spot, um, but I don't hate the move. I just don't see – I mean, I, I was. I guess I was a little surprised because, like I said, I don't I don't see him having a future on this team. I see them taking a, a wide receiver in the draft. Don, what do you think? Oh, uh, That's a good question because I know a lot of people like Kadero Hodge. He's young, man. Um, Hodge, he, 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 you know, he. I know he was on the Rams a little bit before the Browns, but he's a young receiver. Um, I mean, I Kadero Hodge. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for sure. But, he, I mean, what does he do? He's. A, I mean, he's not great at anything. Um, no, he's not. He's got he, some speed. He's got. I'm saying, he's, yeah, he's got some. He's got a little bit of speed. Doesn't he play special teams? But you could you can find a lot of guys with his with is his. It, 
He's a really good special teams player. I know that. Um, well, I know he's a hustler. You know what I mean? He works hard. Uh, I mean, he didn't really get a shot. I mean, he, was on, he had COVID this year, I think, too, so he didn't really get to play too much. But, you know, they ran the ball so much. But I would keep him. Yeah, I'd give him another shot. You know, it's kind of just in case injuries happen. You don't know what's happened with OBJ. You know, he's um, probably going to come back. But we, but, but we agree that OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, Diamond Peoples-Jones are all better than him, Correct. Yeah, that's their four receivers. He's definitely the fifth receiver on the team. So the fifth one, it's going to be hard to make it. He's got to beat out now. He's got to beat out Ryan, a healthy Ryan Switzer, Ooh. who I think I think a healthy Ryan Switzer is going to surprise some people. Okay, so that's six. And then they're going to they're going to they're going to bring in a new guy, whether it's through free agent. I don't think it's going to be through free agents. I think it's going to be through, through the draft. Well, yeah. I'm, so yeah, you can draft. I think they'll draft a receiver kind of late, like day three. Um, like like with Peoples Jones. Yeah, yeah. But if they like get that. another guy, let's say they get a guy that's a lesser caliber of Donovan Peoples Jones. Let's say they get a guy like KJ Hill. Okay, um, that's a. I, I'm so I'm so biased. I love how that's my good. Let's say they get Tyler Vaughn. <laughs> I'm biased. <laughs> I think that I well I, that's why I use KJ Hill because we know KJ Hill went in the sixth round. Tyler Vaughn's. We don't really know where he's going. Yeah, go, he right? might. Someone go, might take. Might someone go. might snag that other that the dude in the third. Yeah, but we know have. we know there's going to be some guy like KJ okay, Hill sitting there in the sixth round. Okay, some dude who's got a bunch of statistics, but he didn't really test very well. K- that that guy beats Kendall Hodge out every time. I think he, more than likely is, but again, he kind of has that element of like he can really play special teams really well. We might keep him. Yes. Out of- Roster that's true, uh, or I'm not going to evaluate or practice or practice squad because that's somebody you can bring up and you're even if he's on the practice squad or whatever. Um, well, or, I don't know if he can be on the practice squad anymore. Can he not be on the practice squad anymore? I don't, what? I don't, I don't know how long they're gonna that, that rules in that rule is intact or I don't know about that. age. I don't, I don't know, but he was his first year was in 2018. You can't be on it past what year three. I, I, I don't. I don't know. The, Did that I, change? I thought they added. One it changed. The, the it changed this past year because of COVID, but COVID. I don't know if it changes back. I doubt it changes back this year. They're but not going to hang on to a practice squad. I don't probably think not. So. Um, that's probably got to like release and then bring back if somebody got hurt. Exactly. Type of thing. Well, yeah. I mean, I, keep him on the team. Yeah, but he's going to make the team. Maybe. I don't know. I, my, my money. Special is teams it. is saving him, but other than that, talent, pure talent at receiver. No, I would rather take Switzer even over. Yeah, me Darryl too. Hodge. Me too. But I like Darrell Hodge coming out, man. He's kind of like a sleeper receiver. Everybody would talk about all the time out of the uh, swag, and I was like, okay, I like this guy. He's all right. But yeah, he's not great at anything. He's fat. I don't know. What did he run? Like a four five middle five? <sighs> man, I thought it was fast for that, but you you might be right because he ran. I don't know. Let's see here. Well, that's fast for the conference, but I don't know if that's like fast. fast. But anyway, I don't know. We gave Darrell Hodge a lot of talking time, but. Man, no shit. All right. Uh, yeah, I think I I think we're done with us done here. Where we just kicked the hour mark. Now we're just kind of wasting time. Um, Judon, anything you want to push? I know that you're starting your podcast up. We talked a little about your your vitamin water that that, that, that they're paying you, <laughs> and then we talked about uh, your your uh, what about pay paying me in water. He ran a four four by the way, which is um, fast. Yeah, it's fast. fast. Um, anything else? No, man. Um. Really, yeah, this water is good. It's just water. Check it out. Um, it, there's a bunch of flavors I'll talk about on my show. Uh, we're going to talk about um, March Madness. Fill out your brackets by Thursday. I'm actually doing my episode Thursday evening. 
like right before the first game, um, March Madness stars the playing games kickoff. So like the Michigan State UCLA game and a bunch of other games like that. So um, we're talking about that. We're talking about um, a little bit of free agency to the NFL. That's it. And yeah, check it out on Shooting Union Sports. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Don James Sports. The name remains the same. And little names on the ticker thing down there. So <laughs> for those that are finally changed, for those it. that are uh, listening on MP3, uh, we have our we have our Twitter handles at the bottom of the the live stream. Yeah, and I, I'm Josh Keatley. You can follow me on Twitter, Josh Keatley 16. I am now officially writing for Buckeyes Wire. Check out my work there. I just released an article about the top transfer in the transfer portal for each position. Um, you know, I, I I think it's a very interesting piece. Theo Howard's back out there again, Don. I know you know about Theo Howard. Theo Howard was one of my favorite players. Um, in the, a couple of years ago when he was with UCLA, I thought he was a very explosive wide receiver. He dealt with some injuries at Oklahoma last year, putting his name back in the uh, transfer hat. Uh, I talk a little bit about Joe Milton, the quarterback from, from Michigan, former four-star recruit. A lot of former four-star recruits on this list. Penn State's got two guys that put their name in the transfer that are on my list. I'll be doing a defensive article soon. Uh, but yeah, I'm not officially with the Buckeye Wire, so look for a podcast to be coming out. Look for my work there. Very excited. Again, follow me on Twitter at Josh Keeley 16 Make sure you give us a like, listen, and review on iTunes. That's how we get clicks. That's how we get mentions. That's how we get the, we, we fill in the algorithm. The same with the thumbs up on YouTube. This was the Browns Wire, and we are out. Thank you. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a nature show host. In the native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got Geico, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But as a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. Geico will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. Geico. Great service, without all the drama. Switch to Spectrum Mobile and get unlimited data for only $29.99 per month each when you get two or more lines. You could save hundreds on your mobile bill. Plus, there are no added taxes, hidden fees, and no contracts. Click to try the Spectrum Mobile Savings Calculator, and in three easy steps, you'll see how much you could save. Visit SpectrumMobile.com save. Offer valid for new customers on two or more unlimited lines. Spectrum Internet required. Restrictions apply. Visit SpectrumMobile.com for details.